Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey everyone, it's Blurdy Massacre. I'm Brother Ghoulish. Um, this opening is usually a lot more charismatic with our counterpart. Sheree, save me. Sheree, save me. <laughs> I am Sheree the Slayer. <laughs> you can find my shenanigans on Twitter at Miss Sheree. You can find my other podcast, A Nightmare on Fierce Street, at A Nightmare Fierce. Oh, wow. At Nightmare Fierce on Twitter and a Nightmare on Fierce Street on Instagram. And I think you're doing just fine, Ryan. I think you're doing lovely. I got you, boo. Thank you. Thank you. I'm about to say, because right now it's feeling like Blurdy is in retrograde. Uh, Zero is missed. Um, We are playing where in the world is zero gravity. (laughs) it's, It's like the hardest game to play, but it's all in love. Yes, Blurdy's not breaking up uh, Spice Girl style, y'all. We're still in this thing. Um, Ginger has not left. Uh, <laughs> we're just going a week without her because she's busy making amazing things happen. So She's the Beyonce of the horror yeah. fans. <laughs> like, when you're looking at Twitter and you look at Instagram and you look at all of us and you, then you're looking at Zero. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so, like, you know, she got to, like, go drop some secret albums and things. It's fine. Like, not a secret album. Right, right. Pop up with a new podcast next week. Like, Zero, you can at least right. told us what is tea. Right? People are like, they did break up. <laughs> like, no, nah, she's just trying to double dip, baby. Get them coins. Get the if coins. that does happen, look, I'm going to still retweet. Listen, I'd like to see coins for any of these podcasts. I'm on three. <laughs> Look, okay. All right, so what's on today's roster? What are we going to jump into? I think we should talk about how hard it is to be a content creator, which is not what people came here for. But as three black content creators, it's a lot. As I'm sitting here holding my broken microphone in my hand, like a commoner. I'm telling you, Blurdy is in retrograde. It's like the, the microphone thing with you, the buzzing that I'm hearing that I pray that no one else is maybe my my brain is finally glitching i've, I've took on too much is you that possible <laughs> no i just i don't even know anymore the universe is out to get us um <laughs> it's like y'all having too much fun and you also dragging too many people Judd apatow has heard you shut it down okay bank of america <laughs> and behold be lovely have heard us too apparently too behold be lovely has been doing the most um daniel Kalu is not in the new wakanda situation but that's a later episode when we have zero back because yeah, um, i need to hear her read uh thoroughly um the situation too no. look behold and make it some enemies starting with me listen getting but probably not starting with me. it's probably a line i'm about to say yeah there's probably like a whole hr department around talking to her i mean to be fair the people that daniel fired because she said so are probably the first one <laughs> But we're seconds. We're we're like right behind them. People, as far as people who've not been fired, we're first. (laughs) I do like the idea of the topic of being content creators, though, because like all three of us have been really busy lately. And I noticed like things are like blossoming and happening for us. So like when it comes to being a content creator, like how do you do it? Like how do you stay? What do you do to create mindfulness for yourself? That is an ongoing battle. Um, I literally... (laughs) 
literally i had a two-day headache last week and so i'm behind in all of my deadlines i owe friends articles i owe dread central articles i owe myself an article for my own medium page because i've been playing light as a feather stiff as a board i'm just out here (laughs) (laughs) i only set up right today because we were doing this Yeah, pretty much. I had like one meeting before this and it went really well. But if I didn't have that meeting in this, I'd, I'm telling you, I would probably still be in the bed. I don't understand. What is in retrograde? What is what is in micro braids? Who's drinking the haterade? I need answers. I need names. But like, <laughs> while I was while I was planking on my back. You <laughs> were running a Kickstarter um, for a short story collection. Tell us about that. Oh, yes. So I definitely, as Sheree said, like I launched my Kickstarter. I did like a pre-launch for about a week because I wanted to gauge interest in like maybe a hundred or so people like bookmarked it. And then I launched it um, on Wednesday pass and it funded in like, you know, just under 72 hours. And for anyone who may not you know, know about the project, it's called There's Something Wrong in Morrington County. And it's a queer black horror collection of stories. They're all circled around a haunted county. Um, may or may not be a metaphor for America, people. <clears throat> I mean, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this book gonna live up to what this this year has been giving us. Listen, <laughs> no, but I I'm excited because I I knew you were doing it and I knew you were gonna get the support and the fact that the people did it in 72 hours and see so many people that like I admire like actually like share because like you forget that people are like following us sometimes I don't know if you do but I do um and so like when I saw it come through from like Brian Fuller who is my father still I don't care what podcast I'm on he's my daddy but don't tell him that because it's weird (laughs) um (laughs) but when I saw like Brian Fuller like retweeted I was like oh my god (laughs) um that's me every time too. Like, and I would also call him my daddy, but it might take on a different meaning coming from me. So I have to be careful. Um, but whatever gets us in the house, Ryan. Whatever look, gets us in the house. Look, I'm just saying. <laughs> but I definitely no, I'm with you though. Like every like when he retweeted it, I definitely was like, okay, well, this is this is as good as being funded, it feels like, because it's so cool to be recognized by people who we have like, like such love and respect for. It's like how I felt when you were telling us that um, Jasmine Savoy Brown and Rachel True like were working, like seeing your work and pushing it back out. It's like you don't ever get over that feeling. No, I, and I think it's because we are all just here because we love the things, and so we voluntold ourselves we're gonna do what is sometimes a part time job, what is sometimes a full time job. Like for you and me, we are consecrating full time. Yep. <laughs> um, but before we were doing that, we were working full time and then doing this part time. And either way, it's a lot of hours because a part time job is fifteen to thirty hours a week. Yep. So, <laughs> like, um, and so you you feel thankless and like you appreciate the people who listen to you and you find your community so y'all can like support each other and keep each other going because this is hard shit to do. And then like when the people who you grew up idolizing or the people who you want to someday work for are like, yeah. I see you, bitch. You're like, oh no. Um, and so it feels so good because we're so poor and we're so tired. (laughs) We are like, yeah, we get paid in like retweets and stuff and we love it, but it is a hard job. Y'all listen, (laughs) as I'm sitting here holding this broken microphone in my hand, I think they think you're capping too, by the way, they probably don't realize she is real live holding this microphone. Zero. When you're back, show them this clip, show them this clip. Look at this bitch. This is the moment. No, this is the stand she's supposed to be on, and she decided not to stay today. Um, <laughs> I got to do two altar tapes this week, and I'm excited to be like, hey, y'all, this is my mic. Don't make it weird. <laughs> and, when, and when y'all see the clip, y'all going to see the hole in the wall that I patched, but I ain't had time to paint. So y'all talk. <laughs> look, okay, we doing what we can. To, and to my fix. last five hairs, holding on. <laughs> okay, now. No, my hair is a little flat today. Like some of the, the so there's some pictures going around of when I went to BlurCon yes with, with uh with girl that's scary and with zero and my hair was big when I walked out the house it is a depressed poodle by the time I made it to the panel and I'm just <laughs> smiling while I'm sweating <laughs> it's just it is a trial. I lived for those pictures. I lived. I I felt like I was at BlurCon because my squad was there. <laughs> We got to talk about that when Zero's back. I think Zero just yes. stayed at BlurredCon. Zero was like, you know what I'm not going to do? Leave this party. I know <laughs> she better not have because that's like five minutes for me. Like, sis, where's the call? Okay. <laughs> She's like, two of us got to be on the call, Ryan. 
I choose you. <laughs> that would, look, we're still trying to get her and you some DC tap water. Have you heard of that cocktail before? I thought it was cold for something else. And I was like, I didn't know the water was that bad out there. <laughs> so I live around here. And the first time I heard, I felt the same way. I'm like, no, I don't, I don't drink tap water. It's like, no, you ignoramus. You live around here. That's how uh, people from DMV talk, y'all, of course. Um, don't ask Jazz and Cat. They may cuss me out and say I'm a damn lie. But, <laughs> but no, DC Tap Water is like uh, one of our like local um, cocktails. And to be cheeky, they make it green, which when you think about it, it's kind of gross. <laughs> but it's very strong. And it tastes like, um, I can't think of like a similar taste. It's it's pleasant, obviously. It's like sweet, but that's why it sneaks up on you. It's kind of like the hurricanes in New, New Orleans when I went. When I finally had one. Have you had a? I, I did have a grenade. I did. I the Just one time like I got to, the one time I got to go to New Orleans. They were like, you can only have one grenade. I'm like, don't tell me what to fucking do. I do what I want to do. I'm a grown ass woman, and I had two. And when I tell you, I remember bits of the night. I remember being like, I need fried chicken to my roommate, <laughs> and I was going to the gas station to get the best fried chicken of my life. I remember it being the best. I can't tell you how and why anymore. And then I remember waking up the next day with a like chicken box in my bed and me just like covered in like grease because I, I was like eating and like rubbing myself. What would be the odds? I'm pulling up the chicken basket I had. I don't normally take pictures of food, but I I was a typical millennial in New Orleans and I did because this chicken basket was bomb. I wonder if it was the same place. I'm gonna show you a picture and see if it sparks any memories and also joy because because right? when. When they said a gas station had the best chicken, I was like, you a lie. But I was also drunk, and that's why it was open, because it was late. And it was the best fucking... It's better than Popeye's on the best day. Mm-hmm. It is It is better than KFC will ever be. Like, somebody's Meemaw was back there frying it late at night just for me, and for that Meemaw. Did it look like this? Willie's? Maybe? Because mine was in a box. Like, mine was straight okay. up in a box. So I went to the gas station, like, I need a three-piece. And they were like, this drunk bitch needs maybe more than three. Um, <laughs> and I tell you, I woke up in bed with crumbs and grease and no regret. <laughs> and I looked across the room at my roommate, who was also hungover, but had no chicken. And I was like, you done fucked up. <laughs> yeah, um, no, that, that sounds like a glorious time, though, at least. I mean, the more grease... I feel like the more flavor. Um, don't yes. clean your grease traps if you own a restaurant and you're listening. Don't clean them. No. No. That gives it character. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and Oh, the FDA. Okay, whatever. Who cares? Like, Is the FDA heating here? Because I am. Hmm. Hmm. Listen. Okay. I found a place that has catfish nuggets and gizzards, um, and I'm going to get into that because I... I love a good fried food, y'all. Y'all don't understand because y'all can only see me above the shoulders most of these videos. <laughs> but I... Your girl likes fried food. <laughs> Let's just say. Sure, me and me all too. my stomachs. <laughs> all right. I had Caterpillar oh. from Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> dancing my way down. <laughs> you know how often Alice in Wonderland shows up on the FYP? Because people are constantly like digging into it. And I'm like... I feel like we all knew that this was Alice just being high. I thought we knew yeah. that. Like, literally, it's an acid trip. I just figured yeah. Acid Alice was the unspoken part of her name. <laughs> I've never heard Acid Alice. That's everything. Listen, I was not anybody's child. I was like, what is this bitch on? Like, should we be Googling this? Like, is that also the name of a band, Acid Alice? <laughs> I wish. Should we start a band? I mean, we got to run it past zero. See, this is... No, no, no. We're a democracy and she ain't here. <laughs> Let's vote. Um, she can get the instrument we can't play. I can't play most of them, so it's fine. <laughs> I can play baritone, but but you can't do that in a band, right? I mean, well, Lizzo it's does our band. Listen, it's our band. We can do what we want. Um, a long, long time ago, I took a guitar lessons and I learned how to play tab. So if oh. we like break down the numbers and we let me play it very slowly so there's no rhythm and joy in it, I can do that. Mm. Yes. I can play spoon, a mean spoon. Listen, we'll get zero on triangle and it'll be great. <laughs> okay, this is feeling like who's on vocals? We gotta get somebody singing. Oh, yeah. Uh, we might have auditions for that. <laughs> We're gonna be like stomp and just making a bunch of noise and stuff yeah. and just stringing it together. No, I'm gonna pull in my friend LaBob. I'm gonna be like, hey, LaBob, new podcast. Who this? Mm. <laughs> That's gonna become like a a lounge act. Ooh, Ooh I like Ooh. it. I like it. Mm. He's gonna try and talk to us about technical things, and I'm gonna be like, I don't understand this. Let me in my tab go. Duh. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> 
It definitely works for me. Shit. Listen, they'll be like, can you just play bass? And it's like, I don't know. Is it different? (laughs) (laughs) Are you a South Park fan? I used to watch it off and on. I don't know where they've gone and what they've done, (laughs) but I used to watch it. I feel like it's more misses now, but they had a re- episode in the last, I think, like three seasons, like last three. I don't know. Time is weird. It could have been five years ago because, like, I don't know. Quarantine, like, it truncated so much time together that sometimes when I say a year ago, I really mean three years ago. But yeah, um, they had an episode about um, like uh, them doing a band or something, and Token, the one black uh, character or whatever. He's like, they tell him, all right, get on the bass. He's like, I don't know how to play bass. And they're like, you're black. You, you know how to play bass. And so he, he starts doing it. He's really good. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> he's, he's, well, he's killing it. He's like, damn it. And I'm like, this is so trash. <laughs> now it's like baked into his DNA. No, I, so when I was in Kansas City, um, back when I lived there, um, before I fled many, many moons ago, like I, I liked the boys in the bands. <laughs> Nobody's surprised by this. <laughs> um, and it was always funny how, like, the bass player was always, like, the least important person in the group. And he thought he was doing the most, always. Like, the ego on the bass player <laughs> could not be rifled by anybody else in the band. And I'm like, you know that, like, if y'all disappeared, we wouldn't notice, right? Like, we out here with the drummer, we out here with the guitarist, and you're like, doom, doom, doom. And you think you did something for anybody. Exactly. Like, yeah, I, heard, I also like the boys in the bands, but go ahead. Listen, listen. Like, it's a miracle I made it out of there. Oh. <laughs> uh-uh. Cuts to um, a charade cut of Jennifer's body. <laughs> but they don't kill you. Like, you you get them out of here. <laughs> and then, like, you, you take over the band. Like a huge subversion. Right? Adam Brody's like, oh, no. She was into this? And I'm like, yeah, Adam Brody. Yeah. <laughs> y'all don't know what y'all are fucking with. Right? He's like, I didn't want a sequel. <laughs> I didn't want a sequel. <laughs> One of my first, like, features, uh, when I started doing Brother Ghoulish's tune, I was asked to go on Kill the Dead to talk about Jennifer's body. Mm-hmm. And one of the pieces that we had to do was... um submit a sequel idea and i came up with because it's me i mean yeah. you can only imagine but i was like we can call it jennifer's anatomy and like no. <laughs> and that was your last time invited to that podcast. Oh. <laughs> right they're like no nah, you know we're trying to support other content creators this is the shit they bring <laughs> i don't know what's happening right now they hit stop immediately and we're like we lost this recording <laughs> We'll call you later. <laughs> if you did get contacted for a chance to do a sequel, how would you tackle it? And because I know you'd probably say I wouldn't, but listen, stay with me for a second. Listen, what if the, what if poor. the check is fat? I am a poor. Um, if they rolled in here right now, like five thousand. Like, when do you want it, boss? Okay, oh. first of all, you're capping, and I know you're capping because you're like five thousand. What to, to what walk listen. off of the off of my stoop to go listen. to the event? <laughs> Let me t- me and my microphone need the money. Look at this shit. <laughs> I cannot haggle. If you want me to write something, now is your time. <laughs> Jump on in. <laughs> that would make them predators. Anyone who listened, everyone listening, anyone who contacts her under these pretenses, go ahead and unfollow me, and, and just go ahead and block me too. Because what we're not going to do <laughs> is take advantage of people, okay? Shit. I was in there my keyboard being like, I can't wait till I save enough to be able to quit you. Look. <laughs> you know what? I'm over here being all high and mighty with this hole in my wall. Maybe we can go help together. Look, can Listen. y'all throw an extra 500? You get ghoulish too. Why not? Done. Done. We can have you a sequel probably next week because I can. I feel like if I had money, I would sit up. Maybe <laughs> you're not getting enough because I'm a poor. <laughs> no, I'm like. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I did, I'm very pumped, clearly. I, I was like, getting up requires money, and I can't afford to get up anymore. <laughs> I'm going to just stay down. <laughs> yeah, if it costs money to get up, then I'm definitely screwed, because I'm in a net negative, so I'm in the upside down right now. <gasps> Speaking of upside down. Yep. Okay. How did the rope stay right there? <laughs> How? I don't... I I don't want to give any spoilers, but I'm so mad about so many things. Like we just mm. recorded our Patreon episode for Fear Street, and it could have easily been three hours. I mean, we did not <laughs> let it go three hours because like my ass fell asleep. So we were like, let's go ahead and walk it out and get to this meeting. <laughs> but I got thoughts. Um, mm. I got notes. I got concerns. I got questions. Um, I also need some of them to some of the legal people. I need to specify because the internet's gross. I need some of the legal people to find me in the DM soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
I was talking about it on the tomb. And the thing is, when the rope thing happened, in the moment, I like pause the TV and I'm talking to Emilio, who everyone listening, if you don't know, that's my partner. I'm like, how? And he's like, well, because gravity pulls from both sides. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Mm -mm. If you're going into the upside down and at a certain point you fall, right? Mm -hmm. You have the momentum to pull your body through. Mm -hmm. So if someone pulls the rope, shouldn't the rope move? It shouldn't be stuck. And if it is, anyone going through it would also get stuck. Listen. You're heavier than a rope. And, like, I'm just like, I don't know. It's like, I guess there was so much I wanted to report on that I ranted on it and forgot to bring it up in the episode. But I'm like, this is this is not physics. I mean, then again, I'm an English girl, so I don't know. No, I, I know enough to know bullshit when I see it. And I was like, Duffer Brothers, fix yourselves. <laughs> Immediately. Because they kept doing the rope bit. And I was like, that's not how that... Because, like, again, it's like you said, the rope would be, like, gravity. <sighs> they would have to be leaping upwards. They had to get a trampoline under that hole and just, like, leap up and don't break their faces. Like, this is not... You can't create a world and then forget your own rules. Exactly. But again... If y'all hiring, I work for cheap. <laughs> listen, listen, because I'll do another rope trick, baby. The extra two fifty. <laughs> like I will, if you give me fifty dollars right now, and I'll go away, Duffer Brothers. <laughs> I'll go away. I get a new mic and dinner, and it'll be great. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying because if this Kickstarter didn't go through, y'all was definitely about to get the Mercedes experience, baby. Listen, <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say about that. Down in the valley, <laughs> where, the, where the girls get naked. <laughs> Where the ghouls get naked. Does that work? No, no. Okay. I don't. Listen. I'm sorry. People are going to be like, Sheree, mm, I'm going to give you money to put it back on. And I'm like, whatever <laughs> works for you. Whatever <laughs> works for you. <laughs> Look. No, listen. Because I'm definitely about to do like a, a food only fan. So I'm just smashing cake all over my naked body. And I'm like, listen. Cake in this economy? <laughs> like, oh, you better yeah, get some right. hostess cupcakes. <laughs> you said some spam, right? For me, like, for just <laughs> smashing spam in my folds and creases. <laughs> Speaking of folds and creases, though, because this bitch ain't been outside since even before the pandemic, <laughs> I can count the veins in my arm now, and it's really gross, and I might have to go outside this summer. The, the way the sun is like, my my skin is also craving the sun. I get exactly what you're talking about. And yeah. and I get exposed when I put on the bright lights, because it's like I'm, see th- I'm becoming see-through. I am a glow stick, and it is not cute. <laughs> Because I, I was already a butterscotch girl, and now I'm just like, oh, no, she's Casper. And I'm like, stop it. It's too much. It's re- It really is. I've just missed when things were normal. And it's just, I know that everyone said this is like our new normal, but it, it doesn't feel like that to me. It just still feels very oppressed. It feels like we're on hold. Because when I was a kid, I thought my life was going to be very sex in the city, but with black and brown people. Um, and now there's no sex in this city because Kovisha is around and so you gotta be like I hope you got nothing and I mean nothing right <laughs> he could be clean without Kovisha they could have Kovisha monkeypox now no. it's so much stuff going on it's like and then Resident Evil got a nerve to come out talking about what if I'm like what if I don't need this right now this shit is really going on I feel like anything zombie related now needs to be like <laughs> in an alternative apocalypse not yours <laughs> that's where we're at now we can't be like what if it, it happened people would wash their hands and they walk around here <laughs> being dummies um, so yeah it, it's happened the um, umbrella corp they mentioned covid well we have to end this call um i <laughs> i haven't started it yet because i i'm I used to live for Resident Evil. It was my favorite game series. I don't know if I said that on this podcast 99 times yet, but I will. Um, and so, like, when they do the things, I'm like, is it going to be good, though? Who's not going to be there? Because those first few movies, I was like, this is not my Resident Evil. Whose is this? <laughs> this one kind of falls uh, um, victim to that a little bit, too. Like, and that's another thing that I'm curious about what y'all will say when Zero's back, because I know just like you, she she knows T when it comes to the, the IP. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. I like. I don't hate it or anything, but it's just kind of like, you know. And then on top of that, I kind of feel like when you hit me and were telling me about like what we do in the shadows, and you were explaining how it was like structured, I more so wanted something closer to that. And now I'm hooked. So it's so good. Yeah. Like I, I've watched the last week's episodes because I didn't know they dropped two, and I also forgot what time was. And so I was like, wait, isn't that back? And so I ran over and did that. And I also did everything's trash. Um, because Phoebe Robinson deserves our attention oh, always. Yeah. 
Right, right. Um, right. Two Dub Queens was one of my favorite podcasts. It's one of the ones that made me start listening to podcasts. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And so that was a good Sunday because I, I was like, I'm going to self-care Sunday and see if I feel better Monday. I don't feel better today, but I'm happy. I purposefully laid around watching TV <laughs> as opposed to being surprised by it. Because I, again, I've been dead. I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know if it's like the general ickies and just being in this decade um, or if this is like you about to get real sick, bitch. But like it ain't happening. Is she foggy upstairs? <laughs> she came right. I turned out. I turned out an article a day last week in this economy. An article a day. <laughs> it's been. I mean, you work really hard. I don't think. I mean, because I'm sure people on the timeline they're hit because they see how much you put out. But I. I, I don't think they know how many more things. <laughs> like before, by the time y'all see one article, I don't think y'all know the full. T and the reality is the only reason that we see it is because like we work together so often. Like Sheree is literally nonstop working, nonstop. Listen, it's Listen. like intense, right? Um, I owe I owe two. I'm not gonna say to where because this is gonna come out before I give them what I owe. Them. Nice. <laughs> but, hi, friends. Thank you for listening. I remember that I owe you that. Um, <laughs> and I owe Dred a bunch of things that I I promised, and that was a different girl. I don't know her, and so. <laughs> I got to get back to doing multiples a day because rent and food. Um, people people just forget. People forget that when you do get to what your dream is, sometimes it's not like it's not money, money. So exactly. like they're like, well, you're writing. So you're you got it. I'm like I, I get paid per article as a freelancer and contributing writer. Um, it's not like you have a salary. Go live your best life like Aaron Brockovich or some bitch. Like I <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That was a no. deep cut. I'm sorry. Listen, nobody is like, we're going to assign you. We're going to give you a living salary for the year. You just like write what you need from your heart. I wish. I wish. There was some pretty women bullshit out here for me. Um, But I, what y'all see is what pays my bills. Um, So when y'all don't see stuff from me, something ain't being paid. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, just be like, that bitch lost weight in her one cheek. <laughs> what happened? That was that listicle I didn't do. <laughs> I would be mortified <laughs> because that's sounding supernatural. Like that's not even that's not, that's not even sounding like oh I missed the article and I just haven't been eaten. That sounds like thinner by Stephen King, and we know that Without was the like, <laughs> one. I went back and rewatch. It's so funny how many movies I go back and rewatch like thinner, and I'm like, because I used to love thinner when I was younger, and I went back and I'm like, ooh. He had us out here saying the G word and not mm. understanding that we should not. And also thinking that the G word were also magical brown people. <laughs> and I'm just like, why are you a menace, Uncle Steven? You don't have to do this. You don't got to do this. Like, he's one of the few people where I kind of wish you just leave black people alone. Because normally I'm all like, you need to put us on your shit. You racist. I'm like, you know what? It's a racist when you do include us. So just no. Just <laughs> leave us alone. <laughs> There was someone else we were vibing about recently on that. I can't remember who it was. It might have been Stephen King again. That's hilarious. But it was somebody. We were like, you know what? We want representation. But on this particular person, you know, I'm good. You know, I'm all right. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Listen, just leave us out. Just leave us out. Because, oh, like, you know what? He tried it for decades and he failed it for decades. And so I, I think that we can just go ahead and be like, you do your all white nonsense. And I will I will still, unfortunately, tap in every once in a while. But I don't want to see this anymore. <laughs> Morgan right. Freeman in a bad hairpiece. <laughs> called the N-word. From and I'm just waiting for Guillermo del Toro to give me what I see potentially in him. And this is like a... Just for everyone listening, Guillermo del Toro is definitely like a, a frequented point in our discussions because it feels like he could be like the correct version of Tim Burton, like if he really wanted to be. Yeah. But it feels like he's just, this is just my opinion, like after Nightmare Alley, it just feels like he's trying to be on that side too much and not like lending from his own culture and creating like another pan's labyrinth which i thought was just brilliant exactly i i feel like sometimes we see creators who we want to root for fall victim to colorism mm, and and i feel like if you are in charge you should be able to, to do a thing or say a thing about it you can't just be like my casting director was like let's do all these white people let's do all these like um people who would be cast on cw you have to actually be like i am in the room i am telling you we need different shades we can't just be like mm, go do a double take and google a bitch see if she's brown that's not acceptable <laughs> Because a lot of us, when we are starting out, a lot of us do work that we don't want to do. I know that I did a bunch of like shit in theater school just to say I could have it and get my next thing um, that I would not like to do. But when you are in charge, like that would be me taking that energy into my podcast and being like, I need only white people. And we need to talk about only things that are acceptable to white people. And that's not who I am. That's never what I wanted. And so like, whether you're in charge of something big or small, you should be actively looking for people who look like you. And asking who's not in your work. Like I've said it many times, many ways, many listicles. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all straight up facts. And and the, I think the benefit is I see it moving in the right direction because we are starting to see more representation um, behind the camera and in front of the camera. And I'm excited for it. But snubs do still happen um, when they're due to certain people who are showing up and turning out. Michaela Cole gave us I May Destroy You and got ignored from how many award shows last year? And people need to get into the shit that she had to go through because, like, Netflix tried to lowball her. Like, I didn't keep up with the whole process, but I remember, like, she spoke up about following your dreams and knowing your worth because I could have taken this Netflix deal and it would have, like, fucked me over, essentially. But look at where I'm at now. And even with that considered where she can be a poster child to, like, you know, activate more slayers. They're definitely just snubbing her, and I'm I'm not okay with that. Listen, the fact that they even tried it because chewing gum was a bop, and Netflix yes. had done forever. And when oh they God. got rid of it, I was like, "What happened?" And then she was on HBO Max with "I May Destroy You." It was like, mm. and then she was like, "Netflix tried me," and I was like, "Why do they keep trying black women?" But like, it is the single most important show I will ever see with my own eyeballs. Wow. Um, it was the best fucking show of maybe this decade. I mean, I know we still have some years left, even though it feels like we'll be at the end. But, like, it's the things that she did and the way she talks about it. And the subject matter is heavy. And so I also appreciate that all of the people involved are like, we need to give people, like, actual resources. 
So at the end of every episode, you see like a list of resources for black people who might need therapy after watching this because it's a different experience that. for us. That's why I found one of my therapists in Indiana because I was like, I'm going to get on this site and see if there's anybody here for me. And she was there for those few months. And then I was like, no, this isn't working out. But <laughs> I just think that when they when they blocked her from so many awards, they literally looked at all of the rest of us black content creators and was like, fuck your drag. Because this is the best thing. None of us are going to get there. None of us. I could write for another 9,000 years and I will never give her anything that important and that beautiful and that honest. Um, the fact that she was willing to like share that part and like work through that with us, I think it, it puts her heads and shoulders above everybody else. But yet, Emily in Paris was being nominated for whomst. It's a screensaver. It, it, it's just... That celebration of like mediocrity over the people who are actually trying to push the culture forward, it does happen so often. And it just it just bothers me on um on every level conceivable. Like I'm just I'm rooting for her. And I know that she's not done because she seems to be the type of person that understands like when that door shuts. It's so cliche, right? But it's real. Like when that one door shuts, she knows how to find the other window and leave it open for the person to come in behind her. I get that vibe from her. Issa Rae reminds me of this, too. Like, yes. I, I think of her like that, too. Yes. I also love Issa Rae. Issa Rae was like, I'm done with this story. I'm going to shut it down and start producing. Um, because, again, it's hard. It's especially hard for Black content creators because we're doing it. We're doing it. We are all doing it. We are all YouTubing it and Instagramming it and, like, yep. podcasting it and, like, writing it. And people are like, I can't engage in Black art, so I'm just not going to nominate it or talk about it or tweet about it. And I'm just like, and then they're like, well, why don't y'all just go ahead and like go to Netflix? For for whomst? Netflix won't have us. <laughs> they're like, why don't you just in a network? I'm like, which network do you think is not talking to us? Like <laughs> So we can get undercut for double the work? Okay, cool. So that Listen, sounds glorious, baby. <laughs> I am I am sitting here holding a mic <laughs> in an unpacked oh, okay. apartment. <laughs> In an unpacked apartment, because I had to hit the ground running to keep turning out my content and to like keep paying rent with articles. Um, I would love, I would love, I would live. And people act like it's our fault. And it's like, no, we are doing it. We're where we're supposed to be. Nobody's meeting us half fucking way. Mm. Yes. I remember when you, me, and Dahlia actually did the mental health resources for mm -hmm. uh, content creators. I feel like a lot of people really responded well to that clubhouse room. And I would love to do another room like that. It's been on the agenda forever. Um, Fear Street had to cut their rooms, so it's been pop-ups lately. Because, mm. <laughs> like, life was lifing. And so, like, neither of us could commit. And so, like, we've actually had a good time these last couple weeks watching movies, but we need to get some more community stuff going. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. And, I, you know, Dolly, if you listen to this, hey, hey, girl, hey, you know, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> right. Also, hope you're feeling better, neighbor. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Send in love. Send in love. Yeah, speaking of people who are <laughs> badasses, like, <Yes. laughs> I would not, I would not be creating or working at anything. Um, Fitzy just opened up a blog um, while both of them are like down, like both of them are sick. I am not going to get in people's business, even though it's like on yeah, the timeline. If you follow them and you should be following them because again, brown content creators who are turning out and doing the things deserve your attention. But like they are both been going through it because like everybody else, <laughs> 2022 came for both hands. <laughs> um, and they are still like, let's expand. Let's do this. And they're still like supporting people and like the retweeting of the people. And so, yeah, give them the follows you have not given them. I see these numbers. I know some of you are not following. Yeah. And and just for everyone uh, listening, it's Nightmare on Fifth Street. I mean, they're wonderful. and. Yeah. They definitely also give back. Like they're they're similar in what we're trying to do as well. That supporting other content creators and just being hella entertaining. Like yeah. so I I lived for their last season because I so I discovered them um, early last year and then we all saw how that went down. If you were following either of us on the timeline, mm -hmm. um, but I was like, this is a good show. But something happened with their last season and they like picked a theme. I think it was I I'm, I don't remember the exact theme, but it was basically highlighting like movies with queer themes um, or queer creators. I don't remember which or or, but like the way they went into it and the way they did it and the way they acknowledged the places that it was lacking and the, the it was just it was art and also like they were just funny i don't know what shifted but they came into their own i think that if i was to nominate one of their seasons i would nominate last season i think that happens sometimes too because 
like when I started Brother Goldish's Tomb, like I was sharing like short stories and then doing um, reviews. And then when I went into season two, I did that for a bit. And then I flipped into doing like bringing a new person on every episode for about three months. Just a lot of y'all who I just really love working with. And then in season three, I started doing like horror hot topics. And I think what happens is, I don't know if it's similar for Nightmare on Fifth Street and maybe other people in our nucleus, but sometimes it takes a while to find your stride and it takes a while to find like what you want to kind of settle on, especially because this is my first podcast for real. So, you know, I definitely tried to be as transparent as possible. Like when I'm on the tomb, at least I'll say, look, I know it's different today, but but we're we're gravitating to where we're supposed to land. <laughs> gravitating just name dropping um, you know I, I didn't even do it on purpose she's just in our soul she's in our spirit um i think that i think part of it is that when we start these um, things that we start we are so used to having to like cater to people who don't get it and mm. we're used to trying to like stop fights before they happen and after a couple of chads come for you you're just like this is my space fuck you this is my corner of the world these are my thoughts my thoughts are valid and as we get more grounded in that and we like meet up with more parts of the community like specifically like the bipoc horror community mm-hmm. um that is out here taking it from all the chads together <laughs> You become less concerned with Chad's feelings. Um, and you're just like, fuck Chad. Chad's had everything for always. He will live. Yeah, we deserve to have our safe spaces, which is essentially what this community is. Because before doing Brother Ghoulish's Tomb, I was the person in my friend circle who was like obsessed with some of this stuff and didn't have anyone to kind of share that love and that obsession with at all. <laughs> no, like we would watch something and then just like sit about it and be like, I wish I somebody talked to you about it. Yes. Um, can you imagine having to do Love Have Country alone? No. Alone? No. Um I wish I had, I mean, I would live with three other people when Watchmen hit, so we could talk about it then and there, um, but not all of them are as into horror as I am. Like, there, some of them are in it, some of them are in it, but, like, nobody's, like, a nerd like me. I, I think a lot of us, especially those of us with the podcast, because, like, if you think about it, we are doing homework on a topic that is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're a special breed. <laughs> <laughs> and they were not on that level with me, and so I'd be like, and then this, and then that, and then that, and then that playwright is in there, so I should have known this was going to happen. And they were like, cool, cool, cool. Um, drinks. <laughs> and I was like, yes, to both, but also... <laughs> I feel that so much. I I definitely think that without these podcasts, I I don't know. I don't know if I would have found people who would like be excited for Nope as I am or Same. to be as into all the other things and like want to talk about stranger things the way that I do. And I, I live for that, especially when it's like other black people, because we are inherently looking at it and being like, Erica and Lucas are getting cheated out of screen time again this season, right? Whereas everybody else is like, oh, I didn't notice. I'm like, of course you didn't. Um, um, y- y'all notice that there's like racism is always the through line for Lucas, right? Hmm. Oh, I didn't notice. Um, and so it just, it feels good. I think that's the part of Black Joy I've been missing is to sit around and be like, we all saw this, right? Because like I, when I was in my undergrad and my grad school, it was predominantly white universities and predominantly white places. And like the other few Black kids are like, yeah, whatever. I'm not really into that. I'm into Disney. I'm like, well, then we can't be friends. That is <laughs> so hard. Like the, they stay stuck. And it's not shade at Disney. I know they're trying better, blah, but it's mm. like, uh, you know, it's like, why are you stuck on that level when there's so much more media that we can talk about? And we're agitators. Like, I feel like we're not invisible in our community. Like, a good example of that is when Lovecraft Country did fail. Yahima, I think her. Oh, name yeah, was. the two spirit person. Thank you. Yes. Like, we got heard, y'all. Like, this made an impact. Like, the showrunners, everyone was talking about it and saying, we actually apologize. That type of agitation doesn't happen when you're just chilling at home. Like this community is impacting media and culture in a way that you don't really think about, but it's, it happens. I love to see it because how often do we just have to take it? And people are like, well, nobody ever told us not to. Hmm. Um, looking at Blumhouse. Um, whereas we can all be on, we can all be like, this is not the move. Your tweet about Johnny Depp. Nobody wanted you and your hot take on how he's in the right. You're an awful person. You know this, right? Oh. It took it down. Like we're going to forget and like when that production company drops they slash them, I'm gonna be retweeting everybody who's not binary <laughs> trans thought on mm. that. Um, because my opinion don't matter on that situation, but we already know it's probably not gonna be great. Um, so 
it, it's definitely going to be interesting. And that's another thing. I guess it's just a random place to put it. I don't know if y'all noticed. I did change my pronouns recently. I am non-binary. It's something that, I mean, Sheree knew before everybody else. <laughs> I think I, I think I, I think I, I literally told my partner and then told Sheree. Is it, is it like everything else was like a slow roll? Listen, no. And it was a good talk because I, I've been talking about things and thinking about things. Cause like this pandemic is even nothing but time to think about things. And like one of the things that's been like really hitting me is that like one of the pieces that we never talk about is how we, we let society dictate who we think we are by who we sleep with. Yeah. Right. Right. And so that's some misogyny shit. Cause yeah, yeah I fuck dudes, unfortunately. Uh, all of us have bad <laughs> ideas. Oh. <laughs> but like I, for so long, I'm like, that, that, why does that define me? Why does that make me check a certain box? Like if it's a pity box, yeah. Cause like I, I need to stop. But. <laughs> And, and, so, right? and so as usual we were like having like the same brainwaves about things and stuff and it was just good to be like i'm also having this epiphany and i don't know what's gonna come of it um, and you're like here's where mine is with me it's like, yes <laughs> yes we're definitely like it's like we're all kind of like on the same wave yeah. and, and and it's just it feels good to go through the experience like you start a podcast you don't really know what tea is going to be like you don't know and then you look up at the end of the quarantine coming out and the next thing you know it's like you see more of yourself coming through like i, I really do a comparative point of where i was at the start of this and where i am now and i feel like more of myself than i've ever been and i'm not going to say it's because i'm podcasting but i think that is a big piece of it i think that i've definitely learned so much more not just about myself but art and culture in the world around me and it's because we're going through this process yeah because i it, you inherently learn about yourself as you do the thing yeah. because you learn that you're more resourceful than you think you are you learn that you can actually do the most with the least <laughs> um you learn that you are filling voids in the space that you've always wanted but never thought you should be filling because you went up somebody else which is something i do to myself all the time i'm just like i want somebody to write this article nobody's writing this article it's like bitch mm-hmm. why don't you write the article <laughs> um, and so like what is somebody else because I, I know what I think and what I feel but you know what if I write it the people will find me and then I can get their thoughts and it's fine it's like the, the quote you you always tell me when I'm feeling down like you know the net will form like yeah, yeah. yeah. listen you have to just sort of step out and do it because I mean yeah I'm eating some ramen and I'm holding my mic that's busted but also I'm still podcasting yeah. I wasn't like oh no my mic is broken let's not do it today Ryan I was like, give the people a show. (laughs) And it's fun. Like, it's not us just like putting on the stick. When we stop hitting record, we're probably going to keep on laughing for a few more hours and having a good time. Like, I feel like if kid me look at what's happening right now, they're like, wait a minute. You get to look at horror movies, some of them early and and talk about them. And that's you. That's cool. That's badass. I'm pretty sure if I scrolled, wow, scrolled, scrolled through my tweets and my Facebook statuses, I probably mentioned at least 90 bajillion times before I started a podcast and writing for Dread that I wish I could be paid to watch TV and movies, specifically horror and TV. <laughs> and guess what I'm doing? I'm doing it. Is it is it funny all my life? No. Um, but it's a good step. And I am I am not, I'm not. I'm not as poor as I ever have been. That's my other thing. One of the things I think about before I quit a full-time job, because I quit two now, <laughs> both for good reasons. I lasted too long at both. And before I quit each, I'm always asking myself, I'm unhappy, but I have a little bit more money than I usually do, um, but I'm still poor. So should I just try being poor and happy again and see how that feels if I figure it out? The answer's always yes, because here we are in the middle of the afternoon, me holding my microphone and sipping tea, because I have a meeting after this, which is the only reason I'm not drinking. <laughs> and I have, like, Fantasia Fest screeners I should be watching when I'm done playing Light of the Fest Service Board. And it's a great time. It's a great time. Yeah, when when I started getting screeners, I could have cried, because I'm like, this is, this is, like, way more moving than... It's just, it's just dope. Like, I don't... I can't even explain it. I feel like I could stay there for, like, 20, 30 minutes more, just, like, going on about it, because... <laughs> It's nice because, like, a lot of us, like, we have, like, similar situations going on. I'm trying not to be too specific. Mm -hmm. But, like, so we can, like, talk about it a little bit. And that helps. I... I was a classless bitch as usual when oh Shutter God. reached out to us about screeners. Cause like it was again during last year when a lot of people were reaching out to us because they were like, this is bleeding. I should talk to her. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm over it. I wrote what I wrote. It's over. It's done. If she fell away, she could feel it. 
I got nothing to say about it because I didn't say nothing. I just re- I shared what she said. Um, mm-hmm. But like Shutter reached out and was like, we don't have um, your podcast on our press list. Do you do you want to be on our press list and get screeners? And I was like, oh, hell yes. <laughs> and I was like, I should have probably wrote something else. But here we are. <laughs> and also, I, don't, I don't remember if we've talked about this. Were you also one of those people that like the moment you saw Shutter back in the day, back when it was like very little, anything you me too. I was yes. on Shutter like from day one. Listen, listen, I, because my menu was always hit and miss. So I was one of those girls that was sometimesy until we got the yeah. podcast. And now I have to keep it because if our guests can't see the movie, then oh mm. no. So I just got to put that on my taxes. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but I, I was excited because I remember I heard about Thriller, Chiller, and then Shudder, and Shudder sticking around as it should because like Shudder has something for everybody. Yeah. Sometimes it's a string of movies I hate, but still it's all stuff that I was not going to see anywhere else. Um, and somebody's digging it. And that's all that matters. Cause it doesn't always have to be for me. Yeah. I, I agree with that. And I think, I think that accidentally gets lost in translation when we do reviews for movies that we may not be mm-hmm. that much of a fan of. Like, for example, I know empty man wasn't really for us. Like when I went on um, your pod for it, like to talk yeah. about it, but I mean, I'm that worked for a lot of people. I'm pretty sure it has a higher review on Rotten Tomatoes than Tales from the Hood, um, which, which is I'm not gonna go because we could stay there. That could be an episode, but um, it will be. It will be. It will be. <laughs> um, but yeah, it works for somebody. So I'm never gonna go as far as to say like just delete Empty Man from like the face of the planet or whatever. Like, and Shutter's come a long way. Like their procurement has been really ratcheted up to a ten, and we really appreciate it. They are doing a service for all the horror kids who cannot afford to be horror adults and shout out that $60 a year. They are doing the Lord's work. <laughs> I, I, they definitely make me a better, they definitely make me a better horror historian and horror podcaster because I can be like, here's this thing I never saw. Let me go see it. And I can have thoughts as opposed to just being like, I think y'all are like overhyping it. I could be like, y'all are overhyping it. I just watched it last night. <laughs> How many times have we all said, oh, we haven't seen this movie, and we hit play as like, oh, we, we saw this when we were kids. Um, it's coming back. <laughs> Thank you, Shudder. <laughs> we appreciate this. No, Shudder be like, you a lie, girl. And I'm like, you right. You right. That could be cracking me up. Shudder be having it. And I also think that they like have categories. Like they have like the slashics and they have like the other ones mm-hmm. because I, I am a girl who likes to relax with a good slasher. I, I keep saying this. It's not getting less creepy. Get into it. I unwind <laughs> watching people catch machetes and hatches to the chest at summer camp. And I wrote a whole listicle about it last week and it felt good. <laughs> yeah, the listicles be getting people together because they're the perfect reading guides. Because I think sometimes like gems like slip by people, but for you to have it like theme based, that helps me so much. Because sometimes we like we want to see murders in a gem. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> we don't know and we're like listen like let me look at this list real quick because this is interesting i really want to know <laughs> it always makes me happy when somebody's like i was able to use your streaming guide in my thesis and i was like yeah. oh my god i'm a scholar <laughs> i didn't know that happened for you too someone did contact me and told me the same thing and i was like oh my god this is so sweet like you really want to use like my semi understandable rants for you okay listen hey hey all right let's do it I'm okay. do it I, I live i live um it just it makes me happy because again there's not a lot of black people who are findable talking about it um because i think i think before i got into like actually finding everybody on twitter <laughs> i think i i knew of tanana review mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah that's it <laughs> okay not me leaning in you know what? I think this is a good time, a good time to start to wrap this thing down because clearly, like I do, what I do. I'm like that was it. The, the, she was the only black horror historian I had ever seen anywhere on a screen, and then she had books, and I was like, I gotta get to know her. And mm-hmm. when we were in that panel with Girl That's Scary, my face was frozen. I put that in like a good impression. And I was like, <gasps> it was, that was a hard panel for me to to be cool. I'm using air quotes, y'all, because. I just have so much respect for Miss Do, like for real. No. When she followed our podcast, I cried for an hour. Oh my God. Yeah. When she, I remember when she followed y'all because I saw it like a creeper. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and then like she finally like followed me, like, I don't know, like uh, I think a couple weeks after the panel because that was like mm-hmm. our first time like talking or anything. And she's so nice in person, everyone. Like she's just, she's really like laid back. She doesn't, 
I don't know, like sometimes I'm afraid to meet my heroes or like people I like, like I have like a lot of respect for because I'm just afraid that they're going to be rude to me. And mm-hmm. it's their right, but I just, I like the the fantasy of people sometimes. So it's nice when you meet someone and they're actually really kind and just supportive. I don't think people have the right to be rude to people unless people get out of pocket. In okay, that circumstance, by all means, be rude because I will be a rude as a bitch if somebody come to me <laughs> correctly. <laughs> but even when I don't want to, or I'm not in the mood, I'm like, no, thank you, or I can't do it, or I'm, you know, I'm not just like, how dare you talk to me, you peasants. And so that energy, it, it's like, mm, I'm happy not to meet you, so I can stop giving you my coins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think that uh, Death Drop Gorgeous did a good uh, job at that. I can't remember the character's name, but uh, <laughs> I better. And she was a total bitch to hell. And I'm like, oh, Janet. That was her name, right? I was yeah. like, oh my God. <laughs> so when she, look, I'm not gonna spoil it. Y'all gotta see Death Drop Gorgeous. That's another one on Shutter that you gotta yes. you gotta take up. It's not it's not gone, I don't think, right? No, go it's gonna that. be on Shutter for a minute. I think it's on Shutter and Tubi now, to be honest. <laughs> like Tubi, Tubi started out as a side piece, but now she's becoming another main All piece. Right. Cue up weekend by scissor. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you have any other words of encouragement for the blurs who may be listening um i've got nothing other than if you see zero let her know her podcast is here and we miss her <laughs> yes very much so um that opening was it was a rough landing you you're missed you are missed <laughs> you 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 are missed because, like, she literally just, boom, man. You turn that thing on. She's right. like, what's going on, people? And I'm like, damn. Like, I'm, a, I'm taking notes and shit. <laughs> she's a horror host. And we should have we should have thought about that in our other endeavors to be like, do we know any hosts? Zero gravity? <laughs> like, I'm going to just be like, can you do the Nightmare on Fierce opening as well real quick? Just one time uh, and we'll repeat it. You, hold up. She should charge the girls for openings. Listen, listen. I'm going to be the last free one. Everybody else get behind me. <laughs> Uh, excuse you, okay. <laughs> let, let me throw a, a somebody in. There. I'm not sure which opening yet, but I'm, I need me at least about four of them more of them. That's all I'm saying about Can that. Can you imagine if she did the Dragula breakdown opening? Oh my god, that would be everything and beyond. Listen. But then they're gonna be let down when I start talking. Like you get all that sultriness. It's like, hey, oh my god. And they're like, oh. No, no. Bring the, the zero back. The Dragula breakdowns is when I went from me and Ryan should be on a podcast someday to me and Ryan need to be on a podcast right now. Right. I I was like texting you and voice noting you while I was listening to your episodes. You'd be like, I didn't know she did Nazi porn. I'm not supporting this bitch no more. And no one talks about this. That's why I was like, yo, this is about to be a time. This is about to be interesting. Listen, and you pulled guests um in your first season. So I'm excited to see where you go in your other seasons. When they, whenever it comes back, I guess if you don't have anything else to say, I guess I can do the closing. I can do closings now. I can do that. Get you some closings. Get you some closings. <clears throat> me, 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 me. So this has been Blurdy Massacre, yo mini massacre for the week. In Zero's absence, send her love and send us love too in those ratings and reviews. You can also show us love on the timeline at Blurdy Massacre. Please do. I'm sure you don't agree with everything we say, but we got time. And we love you still, even if we disagree on the timeline. This isn't to anyone in specific. (laughs) 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 All right, y'all, bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.